Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. We hope the first few weeks of 2023 have been good for you. We certainly do live in interesting times, and that's why we're so grateful for having Michelle Bernhardt in our life. As a regular Healing Quest listener, you know that Michelle is a gifted spiritual teacher, an author, an astrologist, and she's joining us today to give us her insights into the astrological energy that is part of this new year and what, what it's bringing in. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. How are you? Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we're off to a we're off to a good start, I think. But uh, uh, we're anxious to hear what you, what the planets have in store for all of us in this year of 2023. Oh, wonderful. Well, I thought I would start. There's one thing I wanted to talk about for a second because we will be feeling this, and we always feel this. But it's moods. Moods. moods? Yes, and moods are different than feelings mm -hmm. because we can love people, but then all of a sudden, you know how they talk about, everybody talks about be careful not to catch the flu or this or that, but we can catch a mood. Mm. <laughs> and so we have moods, all of a sudden they can just come up on us. And if we're not careful, we can give it to other people. Have you ever, you know, if you're around. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Oh, so yes. It's yes. something to be mindful about because, you know, the moon uh, is very much about our feelings and our, our our emotions, but also moods. So just to to remember that if we're all of a sudden caught one of those moods, to just try to breathe, try to breathe and not let it, not exude it to the rest of the world. That's great advice because that's true. I mean, you can be in a great mood and somebody walks in in a horrible mood and, and they just it's deflating. Yeah, you know? they leak. And it's energy, you know, we're all just energy. So exactly. that's, that's what happens. Well, that's great. That's a great tip. Sorry, it's just a tip. It's not really about 2023 yet. So I thought I'd start off with 2023 with Uranus in Taurus. And let me explain because in February, the sun travels through the sign of Aquarius and Uranus is the ruling planet. And we've been having Uranus in Taurus for a while. And that Uranus rules the unexpected. It's unpredictable. It, and so, um, and it's exciting. So every planet has what we call, you know, positive and negative qualities. I don't even really want to say that, but that's kind of what we have to play with. So Uranus is in the sign of Taurus that rules money. And that's why, uh, you know, <laughs> everything to do with money right now is just a little bit erratic, unexpected. <laughs> but it's also the planet of innovation. And so therefore we can come up with new ways to play with money. So we're still having that. Um, so we can feel a little like topsy-turvy, very unexpected, unpredictable in that area. All right? Sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't have to be negative. It can be yeah. that we look for new ways to make money. Right. So that's a really important thing. And the other thing that happens is the co-ruler of Aquarius is Saturn, all right? And Saturn, it will move into the sign of Pisces on March 7th, and that's very different. And Pisces, Saturn, I, we talked about that in January. Saturn is the planet of limits and of structure. And it, it's it can, usually when we're dealing with a Saturn transit or an aspect, it's about kind of having to be very accountable. And it's in the sign of Pisces, which is a water sign. And um, 
this year, 2023, is very much about water. So I would suggest to everybody to really just love water, honor water, and um, be very mindful because we are going to probably have to deal with some of the limits with Saturn in there. Mm. Yeah. So, and it doesn't mean that we won't have lots of rain or, or things like that, but it's a time to really figure out how do we manage it? How do we clean our water? How do we maybe change salt water to real water? You know, mm -hmm. use some innovative ideas to do that. We need that. Right. We sure do. I feel like, yeah, feel free to jump in anytime. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, as you're saying that, I'm just sitting here thinking about the puddles that are all over <laughs> our yard because we've had so much rain here in California and, and um, we've had a lot of water. Yes. But as you know, in California, there's been times where you have no, we're in a drought still. I mean, you know, I don't think yeah. that this is going to solve that. So yeah, we need the water, but yes, water, yes, water, water. Exactly. But, but Michelle, it does raise an interesting, it's actually conflict because I'm feeling like selfish because I, I, we needed the water. We wanted the rain. We we're ready for the rain and we got all this rain. And now I'm going, oh, God, stop. <laughs> so well, it's, a, it's, it's a really interesting, um, as I say, conflict that I think all of us feel because we don't want any more water <laughs> in very, my backyard. Very, I hear up. you. I hear you. Um, I, it's a funny thing. I wouldn't necessarily call it a conflict. I'd call it a duality. And uh -huh. with a duality, we want to go past the appearance of something being opposite. It's like one coin, but two sides to it, right? Mm -hmm. So what Saturn really means is taking responsibility. It's the planet of discipline. So whether the water is excessive during some months, right, mm -hmm. or, or very, very uh, we're lacking it to dry, we, the, with Saturn there, we're we're going to have to find ways to handle it. How do we do it in a very structured manner with boundaries? Because mm -hmm. it's so you know loose. And Pisces a, is a very loose water sign. And uh, not that it doesn't feel like a conflict, but it's like, yes, it, we're going to experience both parts. But now how do we manage that? It would kind of be like, and that's that's in March that you're talking about. That that'll happen. Um, Saturday It'll start moon, then. It starts exactly. Yeah. Okay. And it also uh, Pisces that water sign it has to, a lot to do with our emotions and our feelings. So Saturn also learning how to handle our emotions where they don't overwhelm us. It is also uh, the planet of imagination and inspiration. So what's wonderful about that is that we can ground our aspiration, we can ground our imagination. So it's kind of like practical imagination. I love that, practical can, imagination. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sign of dreams. So it's Ooh. like you can have a dream and then we have this Saturn capability of manifesting it. So that's kind of cool. I love that. I love that. We know I'm a big dreamer. Yes, yes. And of course, we still have Neptune in the sign of Pisces. So that's a perfect time for prayer and faith and trust. And to really, you know, I was thinking about this. It's a kind of a weird metaphor, but I was thinking, imagine if we had these tanks and you know how like certain tanks get very empty. Our tanks, like a tank of compassion can run dry or a tank of trust or a tank of faith. So I love the visualization of imagining that we're filling up those tanks. I love that. I often use the analogy of buckets, you know, it's like have two buckets full 
and take from those buckets, never take from the well. <laughs> so it's oh, kind of, I love that. Yeah. Yes, you know, so it's, an, it's another way of saying, you know, don't deplete yourself, you know? Right, right. So with Neptune and Pisces, it's very important to trust, to lean into our dreams. Okay. We also have Jupiter and Aries which is really fun. It's great for starting things. It's like, go for it. I would say for everybody, go for it. Um, and um, whatever it is, and practice taking care of self in a really loving way. And then Jupiter, which is the planet of benevolence and good fortune, will move into the sign of Taurus on May 16th. So that's very good for the Tauruses. <laughs> I love that, you know, being and a Taurus. <laughs> exactly. And also very helpful for the economy, for money. So because wherever Jupiter goes, it brings kind of good fortune. So I would say it will help with, um, it could help with the financial situation. It will not be fast. Aries is fast, but when it goes into Taurus, things are more slow and steady. So it's kind of a one step at a time. Uh, try to, if, if people are managing their wealth or managing their money, it's a good time to just be very steady with it. In May? Yes, okay. uh, May 16th. And it, and it lasts for a while. So it it's a nice kind of a thing. Okay. <laughs> now, um, another really big one is Pluto will move out of a move out of the sign of Capricorn, which is it's been in Capricorn for quite a while, and it will move into the sign of Aquarius. Now we're still feeling the Pluto in Capricorn, and we've been feeling it for quite a few years. And that's why so many people, Capricorn rules careers. So many people, Pluto is the planet of transformation and change. So a lot of people are going through major career shifts. It's also the platinum um, Capricorn is also the planet. I think I've mentioned this a few times on your, on the show is that it's the planet of the government, you know, uh, banks, uh, uh, big business. Mm -hmm. So Pluto has been going through that area, right. And tearing down what isn't true so that we can reform it, you know, refresh it. Well, that's certainly happening. You've been seeing this coming. You've said yeah, that that's been going on yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. When it moves into Aquarius, there will be a really big shift. Um, Aquarius is very much about the collective, about community. So there's going to be a real, we're really caring about all of us, right? But with Pluto there, we can't just be idealistic about it. It will go and try to discover where the where like where the ideal isn't true do you know what i mean i, I don't know it's, it's breaking like, through to to the authenticity you know if it's yes, not authentic the, okay. it's like this whole idea where everybody wants to be united and help each other right but but isn't that the age of aquarius yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but pluto is there so it's like we have to get past this this kind of idealized idea of it and really get down and dirty with it okay. like what's real so we want to just be careful no shame and blame you know an aquarian uh trait is to care about everybody right but just because if somebody feels that way it doesn't mean that they we don't want to impose our idea on somebody else so just because we feel that, right? If we feel something, what happens a lot of times is those people expect everybody else to feel the same way. So we want to be careful <laughs> with that. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> that rarely happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we can really go to the higher ground. The oh, other okay. thing, very quickly, Aquarius is an air sign, so way more about, and it's technology. So there's going to be a lot of stuff about technology and what's right about it, what's wrong about it, and a lot more space travel and exploration. But I would just say, be fearless in going after what you want. This is a great year to go for that. Develop and enhance more imagination and trust and intuition. Stay flexible in the area of money and look for new ways to make money. Um, and also give everybody the room to be themselves. Well, before we run out of time, is there anything else that you would like to mention? Well, I wanted to go back again about the Jupiter and Aries because it is also a great time to tap into our inner warrior you know, really, you know, use that inner warrior. And the other thing with Pluto going into Aquarius, choose good company, choose good energy, and also choose love and the people that you really connect with instead of the to-do list. Oh, I love that. <laughs> the to-do <laughs> list is never ending. That list. We've talked about that list before. Yes, yes, And yes. it really doesn't matter in the end, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about connecting and, and, and our experience, our connection to everybody. So sounds like you're talking about being more connected to our intuition. Oh, for sure. And we have, we have greater access to it right now. So many, many people will start to really tune into their, their kind of their sixth sense and also their dreams. I love that. And if they tune into their dreams, they can check in with me too. Yes. <laughs> I am now an official uh, dream practitioner Certified. And, and, and working with dreams and I'm loving it. So uh, I'm happy to hear that that's a big part of this year. Those are beautiful things to do. You know, I love it. And I love this. Be fearless and go for what you really want. I'm that that's my big takeaway here. Well, thank you, Michelle. This is very, very positive. And I, I like that. So I think, you know, I think we can all look forward to using our imagination in new ways and creating um, our dreams and being fearless, being fearless. Mm -hmm. Always, always. I love that. Well, thank you so much. And listen, we'll talk to you next month about March. Yep. Until then, be safe, be well. And Thank you so much, Michelle, for everything you bring to the show and to our listeners. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great week. Up next, details on a botanical medicine from Vietnam that we have some personal history with. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.